live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track to the wall. And this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a Wednesday, August 10. Toby and T.J. back with you. 24 days to a Sooner kickoff. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans, blasting across the state of Oklahoma and beyond again today. This show brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. That's some Extreme Outdoor. Did it storm at your place last night, T.J.? Not a drop of rain, man. I saw a video oh, of Piedmont man. that uh, they showed a certain street corner that you guys were getting just hammered, flooded with yes. rain. Yes, and it, it kept, was great. It kept getting dark, and it would rumble a little bit, and nothing, man. I kept waiting oh, on it. Nothing sorry. in Norman, or at least at my house. Oh, it sorry. may have other parts in Norman, but not not on the west side. Uh, we got hammered last night, and it was fantastic, man. I mean, it was a gully washer. And it's been forever, and we needed it bad. I know everybody does, but uh, everything has that uh, post-rain smell to it this morning. I just went outside. Mm. It smells like the lake, you know, Teach, when you're at the lake. Mm. Go out, walk outside in the morning, you can smell the water. Yeah, That's right. That's how you do it. That's right. <laughs> um, extreme outdoor equipment is what made me think of that. Extreme outdoor equipment, uh, bad boy mowers, they got them there. They've got the CF Motos as well that I've been telling you all about. they got those souped-up golf cars that are sweet. All kinds of cool things going on over at CF Moto. Go see my friends. Two locations. One in Goldsby and one in Newcastle. Perchance, Tej, perchance, did you watch Hard Knocks last night? What do you think the answer to that is? Well, if I remember correctly, you've given up on Hard Knocks, and um, you probably don't have HBO. No, you do have HBO. I have HBO. I was actually watching uh, parts five and six of the Jeter last night, so I did not see Hard Knocks. Well, why would you answer it like that? Why would you? Well, because, you know, I've really not watched Hard Knocks in several years. I just, it's just not something yeah, that I, I just buy remind into me why. Remind I me just, why. It just seems like the sh- same show to me every year, just different logo on the shirts. Are you looking forward to Big Brother tonight? Yes, but that's different drama. We have not had or seen the things that we've seen this year. Okay, (laughs) Looking forward to episode. How are episodes five and six of the Derek Jeter? Then I had this head bat. (laughs) Then then we played the Red Sox. Oh, geez. No, there was a couple of years ago I was like, ah, let me try this hard knocks again. And then I'd watch an episode or two, and then it was just like, I just... 
I'd never go back to it. So I saw that was on last night, but Did I was. Did they make puzzled. you mad or something? Like no, this is no, a weird just, thing to boycott to me. I, I you know I've seen all the rookies sing songs and dance, which I think they did last night again. Yeah, I've just I've right. seen it so many times that I never I you know five episodes five and six of the Jeter a documentary I hadn't seen, so I had them on the DVR. That's what I watched last night. But you're not gonna watch Hard Knocks. Probably not. No. Yeah. And now you don't really even have to watch Hard Knocks because every single clip of the episode is put on someone's timeline on Twitter. You could watch the 30-second clip and feel like you've watched it. So I feel like I watched it last night, but I didn't turn over to it. Whatever. I mean, weird hill to die on, but fine. I'm not dying on it. I just 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 don't watch it anymore. Sports radio show and like Hard Knocks, you're like, I'm going to refuse to watch Hard Knocks because I've seen it before. Can't wait for season 24 of Big Brother. (laughs) You want to talk about Jeter? Jeter does not like when people disrespect him. He remembers that. Angry. (laughs) I think, I really think Jeter watched... Before every episode, he goes back and watches. There's right, no what doubt. Did Michael Jordan do and his thing, and then he. Well, then Michael yeah. pops up, and all of a sudden he takes over the uh, the episode. Yeah, where'd Michael Jordan come from? <laughs> he's like he's like best friends with Derek Jeter and staying at his house and stuff. Yeah, I'm really comfortable with his family and stuff. It's a place I can go and be myself and uh, cuss and say bad things that I'm not supposed to say in the world, and uh, the the Jeters allow it. <laughs> I was so, like, okay. So if you haven't seen Hard Knocks, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will tell you, I I watched it last night. I found it entertaining. I love Hard Knocks. I love all behind-the-scenes sports TV. Um, and the I, I don't know that there's what's different than what you've seen in the past, but there were some entertaining things last night. One, which is different than what you've seen before, is Dan Campbell. He's an interesting dude. He's a little high energy. Um, just physically, visually different than most football coaches that we see in the NFL, right? Just a big, hulking, former tight end of a dude. Did have a little different feel about him after watching the episode last night. Like, I thought he was just, like, I guess my thought of Dan Campbell before this was, He's a psycho. And after watching the episode last night, I was like, oh, okay, I get him. That's just, he's a former player, and this is how he's wired. It's very much like if if you can imagine Teddy Lehman being a head coach of an NFL team, that's Dan Campbell, you know, basically. He's just, he likes to work out. He does the up and downs with his team and everything. So he's entertaining to watch and obviously is prominently featured in this. But. The mo- the best moment of the show last night was uh, their defensive coordinator's Aaron Glenn, the former uh, defensive back, and their running backs coaches Deuce Staley, mm-hmm. former Eagles running back. In fact, all of their coaches are players that you are familiar with, which I didn't think I know. I don't think I knew of this about the Lions coaching staff. Like Mark Brunel is their quarterbacks coach, and. Uh, Kelvin Shepard is their linebackers coach. They've got all these players that played not too many years ago that are their coaches. But Aaron Glenn and Deuce Staley, during practice, talk nonstop bleep to each other. One coaches the offense, the other coaches the defense. And they just, on every play, rip each other up and down. Whoever won that play, you know. 
the offense or the defense. It was hilarious. I'm, I was crying. I was laughing so hard watching the two of them. It's not like calm giving each other a hard time either. Like they are up in each other's face yelling at each other. Expletives and all kinds of stuff on every play of a scrimmage. Um, I, and they're best of friends. They're best of friends. They talk about how great of friends they are, and that's my guy and all that kind of stuff. But when they scrimmage, they just it's it was hilarious. If man. you want to see that, just come sit in the chair in the front lobby and watch Drake and I throughout the day. Yeah. It's constant well, I insults. Would love, I would love to put you it's in the It's mama jokes. Show. It's uh you're fat, you're fat, you're fatter. I can hear you getting fat. It's constant. Mm-hmm. We get along beautifully. Yeah. Uh, I would love to televise your relationship. It would have to be on HBO. Be yeah. <laughs> Eight. There was uh, the rookies. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson singing last night. Yeah, the whole I saw room that. Going crazy. That. There was uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, the former OSU Cowboy, that was uh, doing a little salsa dancing in front mm-hmm. of the room last mm-hmm. night. That was fun. Uh, so it was good. It was a. I enjoyed it. Fun first episode of Hard Night. The Lions. The De- if I didn't say that, it's the Detroit Lions this year who are a bad football team, at least they were last year. And, um, you know, they've got one of the more intriguing head coaches in the NFL now in this Dan Campbell guy. So I'll, I'll look forward to telling you about every episode since you've drawn a line in the now, here's the that thing. you're a, so, not a hard knocks guy. Here's the thing, too. Like, uh, people get, like, the advanced screening or however they get that, and then they – so a lot of the Dan Campbell stuff I've seen all over Twitter for the last two days. So I see a lot of those highlights, and then I see the rookies dancing and doing their skits, and I've watched those. And so, like I said, I feel like I've seen the episode, but I haven't. But so much of it, man, is put on Twitter now that it's just it's all there. And I'm like, oh, there's Dan Campbell. There's these guys yelling at each other. Here's uh, the rookies. And so I feel like I have, but I just did right. not tune into the actual episode. All right, very good. I've seen, good. seen a lot now, of what you just you said. Have. So, now, now If you, it'll now make you, you happy, I'll tune into it. I don't want you yelling at me. It's not like a no. hill I'm willing to die on, like you said. I just what, what do I care what you watch? I'm perfectly happy telling you about it. It's just a weird thing to decide. I'm not watching that anymore. Like That's just a, that's a weird show to decide. I've seen everything that could possibly happen. So I know it's just I've seen uh running backs uh compared you know, to like make the a rest slow of your motion life, like cut you, and you go uh, to go. the same place every weekend. That's true. Uh, That's like true. To to draw the line on, well, I've seen this before. I, I was like, what are you talking about? You watch Big Brother every season, <laughs> you go to the lake every weekend. Hard knocks is the thing that you don't want to see a repeat of. Anyway, you do you, man. I don't know. Um the men's basketball team defeated the Paris All-Stars yesterday, 91-53, their third and final game over in Europe. Joe Bamisil, C.J. Nolan each had 16 points. Bijan Cortez, 13.7 assists. Here's what Porter Moser, new point guard Grant Sherfield, the Nevada transfer, and Tanner Groves had to say after the win. You know, it, the biggest takeaway I have, and it's really a huge lesson for us, and I'm glad it happened here, is the, the, the first half we didn't shoot the ball well at all. 
we were getting good shots. We missed seven or eight threes in a row of good shots. And that you got to learn not to let your offense dictate your defense. We talked about it at halftime, and I thought we came out guarding at a high level. We held them to 20 points. That's the longest, biggest, most physical team we played over here, the most athletic. And I thought the second half defense, and then what happened was we started, then we started hitting some shots. Grant got a couple, CJ got a couple, Bijan, Los, Jacob Groves. We started really hitting some shots, and our defense kept kept going. And that's what we just talked about post-game is, is there's going to be nights that your shot's not falling. You stay in games, you win games by guarding possession by possession, even when those shots are falling, not falling. The fact that we just started practicing with these guys in June, with a lot of newcomers, um, we had eight weeks to practice. I thought our defense um, was it was a good start for us. It's a good start. It's not where it's going to be in November, and then in November it's not going to be where it's in January. But I thought this was unbelievably beneficial to get us going. Um, you know, at least setting the foundation of we got to guard. We've got to guard possession by possession. There's got to be a lot of energy guarding. There's got to be a lot of toughness guarding. And uh, and our biggest thing is our defense creates offense. Getting stops, getting turnovers, we can run. We can run and space the floor. And I think they really started to see and get excited about defense creating offense. Um, as a team, I think that we're, you know, we're really coming together. I think that uh, we got a lot of really important pieces offensively and defensively. Um, you know, coach was talking about it to us after the game. Uh, we held them to, I think, 20 points in the second half. So uh, we got a lot of weapons def- defensively, and I think we can be a really good defensive team. And then on the flip side, I think, you know, we had a ton of assists this game. So we got a lot of, a lot of guys that can share the ball. Um, we're a really unselfish team, and that's one of my favorite parts. Um, personally, you know, I think that I did a lot of good things defensively. I grabbed a few rebounds and um, made a few big shots. And, you know, I'm just, you know, still getting into the flow. And, you know, we're getting better every day. And I'm excited for this team and what we have what we have going for us. You know, I, I really think that what we have in terms of our, you know, freshmen and sophomores, I think what we have is special. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are going to play this year. Uh, we got freshmen and sophomores that are going to, you know, average some big minutes for us this year. Um, and so I think just looking down our bench, I think we got a bunch of talent. We got a bunch of guys that can play. And I think that, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I'm excited for, you know, what we have, especially with these newcomers. And um, in terms of, uh, you know, our very first foreign tour practice to this last game, you know, we've we've come a long way as a team. And, um, you know, it's only uh, early August. And so season doesn't start till November. So we got a lot of a lot of practices and a lot of, you know, workouts to go. And so I'm really excited to see where this group can come. Uh, can go come season time. You know, shots weren't falling in the first half, but we just kept grinding down on defense. You know, coach always says defense creates offense, and we just tried to keep that mentality. And I feel like all of the guys did a great job doing that today. We just kept doing it, and then, you know, it paid off for sure. Um, it's always fun uh, to play against some different competition. You know, in the summer, we're battling against each other every day. So, you know, it's always good to get, like, some fresh meat and to compete against some other guys. You know, the guys, I feel like we did a great job in doing that. You know, very unselfish team. Love playing with this team. So, I mean, I'm just happy that we can come out here and get three wins. All right, there you go. Porter Moser, uh, Tanner Groves, Grant Sherfield after their third and the final The heck was going win. on in the background there? Well, they were in a gymnasium, so I think there was some. I don't <laughs> know. like a preschool WWE event or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they got a couple more days, uh, and then they head home. And uh, basketball season will be here before you know it. So, a successful 3-0 trip. The ladies played their first game over there yesterday, too, and uh, got a victory. 7-18 in the morning. We are not far away from unveiling team number 13 in the countdown. Coming up at 7-35 this morning, we'll be back.
The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show, this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Terry and Jackie Saxon. Tremendous customer service. Do the same job as any other realtor out there, but do it for eight ninety nine. That's your listing fee. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I want to see OU go undefeated, but every year seems like we drop a game that we should not absolutely just crush the other team. When we should absolutely crush the other team. Do you think that happens again this year? And if so... Who do we drop one to? That young QB at West Virginia U uh, gave us fits last year like it would be like it would be the most likely from my perspective. Man, we've got to go to Morgantown this year. They didn't, I wouldn't say drop one of those last year in this god-awful no, they dropped a lot of games 11 last year. 11 win season last year that OU had. They lost uh, <laughs> at, at least, Baylor. At least six losses last and year. And they that lost I to Oklahoma State. Um all right, so what's the game that they could lose that they shouldn't lose this year, Teach? Uh, they could lose at Nebraska early mm-hmm. in the year, uh, still figuring things out. You go on a road in that type of environment. Um, yeah, let's I like see that here. Um, they're only going to be like a – well, right now anyway, they're like a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Nebraska. So that mm-hmm. wouldn't be – like we, we – I think this texture is – alluding to some games in which OU was, has been a 20-plus point favorite in the past and lost. So, Well, then, then maybe at West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia, you're going to be probably a pretty big favorite there. I mean, the, otherwise you're looking at a home loss, and I just don't know that I see that, like Kansas coming in and knocking them off. Those or, are when most of, most of them have come. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Kansas State Kansas got State, them here. Kansas State – you should win Kansas State at home, but I don't know that I'd be shocked if Kansas State came in here and won. They play OU well every year. So right. Um, so you're predicting all three of those will be losses? <laughs> no, I did, not, I did not say that. Hang on, let me finish this tweet. <laughs> I, I didn't even come remotely close to saying that. I did not say that. Which were the three losses you predicted? I Nebraska, did not predict Virginia, any losses. A-State? I did not predict any losses. I was right, answering send. the question. Hang on, i got to send this t- tweet. Hang on a second. Okay. Lies. Oh, you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> what is it he say? You smell like you smell, smell like, like beans. Uh, what is it beef and something? I don't beef know. and cheese. Beef you smell and like cheese. beef and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Who thinks of that? Iowa State at Iowa State. Could they lose that one? Yeah, uh, maybe. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. You said that too. You said it too. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. You guys make my morning a lot better. Nah, get Keep up here. the hood nice work things. and boomer sooner. Yeah, that's supposed to be good work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you for mentioning the Little League players in the game that qualify for the Little League Championship. That was great sportsmanship. That was fantastic. Uh, I finally bought an air fryer. TJ, it's your fault. It is Enjoy TJ's it. fault. I wonder Enjoy if he likes it. it or not. He didn't say. Give it a try. Give it a try. Don't give up on it after one or two uses. I've had some people do that in their lives. So don't do that. you got to get used to it. I like Bob saying no sides should be taken. We should be past this as a society, but there's a generational hurt and hate all around. 
Um, why would an elite level recruiter need to do this? Oh, okay. There's a screenshot underneath that one. I was like, what does that mean? Uh, there's a screenshot for the USC walk-on tryouts on Monday, August 22nd. Oh. That was going around yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to fill out a roster there. Yeah, I hate to say this and ruin the buzz. This is a pretty common thing. A lot of schools have walk-on tryouts, yeah. sure. Or guys just show up and then try to make yeah. the team. Or Yeah. These are not preferred walk-ons. These are just, hey, if you want to uh, help us fill out some spots. Kicker seems to happen a lot in a lot of places. We're not promising you anything, but if uh, you're on campus and you want to come uh, give it a go, then uh, maybe you can be on our taxi, or not taxi squad, that's baseball, but walk-on squad. But it is fun to make fun of USC on all occasions. So <laughs> It is. Hopefully uh, this, this is, uh, this, these guys will make it onto the field. That would be great. Coach Stoops is the godfather of Sooner Nation. So it is written, so it shall be. Have a good day. I think Barry Switzer's the godfather, but Bob's the dad. Bob right, Bob right now, it's great to have him around, Teach, isn't it? I mean, it, it is so unique, the situation Oklahoma's in. Mm-hmm. With not one, but two... Former head coaches, Hall of Fame head coaches that have stuck around and said, you know what, I'm just going to live here and be around. That just doesn't happen. Doesn't coaches happen. Coaches get and the fired, fact- coaches move, coaches have hard feelings toward programs or whatever the case may be. What What has happened to Norman is amazing with Bob and Barry. It's amazing. And, it's awesome. And it's still amazing for me to watch. Like, Barry is always all around town. You see Barry everywhere. Even, yeah. right. you know, at this point in his life, he is still everywhere. And it's amazing to me to watch a room when he walks in. It's the impact he still has on people. The way that the room just shifts around him is... He's the godfather. It's, it's, it's unbelievable, you know. And uh, even being as available and out there as he is, it's he still has that impact when he walks into a, it's a, a restaurant just to have lunch or whatever. So, Bill Snyder still around Manhattan. That's like an example I could think of. Other than that, like, you know, Bobby Bowden has passed away. Joe Paterno has passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tom Tom Osborne still around Nebraska. Um, gosh, I'm sure I'm forgetting some, but. It's really amazing. And you knew yesterday when Bob was coming on, you're like, well, this is Bob's going to say the exact right thing that I need to hear. And he right. did. Yeah. Spurrier is he still did. around. Um, someone just texted that in. So Spurrier is still around Florida. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I think Spurrier is, well, there's a statue of him on campus. So, yeah, I was going to say, I think he's still really revered there at Florida. I know he went away and did some other things, but. Yeah, he's still the man there. I said I said Barry, and someone's mad at me because I didn't refer to him as Coach Switzer. He is the king of Oklahoma's. <laughs> hey. Come on, TJ. It's Barry. TJ, please apologize uh, if, quickly. If Bob is our OU dad, I want to hear from our crazy Uncle Switzer. <laughs> get rid no, of the beaver the cleaver land and get back to the dysfunctional bleep kicking only if it's a pearl family we are. <laughs> I don't like that. That's a different show. You're listening to the wrong show for that. 
Who who is our crazy uncle? Um, Mike Leach. No, Mike I, Stoops. Your, your crazy uncle can't be someone that's still coaching and still somewhere else. I don't think. Okay, all right. Um, Who's the crazy uncle of OU football? Boy, that's a good question. I'm sure there's someone obvious that we're neither one thinking about. Because Bosworth's even calmed as he's aged. He's not really a crazy uncle at this point. Uh-uh. Um, I think it's Mike Leach. I don't know why you put the caveat no, on. But Mike Leach is a crazy person. uncle, but like he's not yeah. like he's around still. Like It's not like he's OU's crazy uncle. Why can't crazy, crazy uncle, uncle have a job? Why does your crazy well, uncle have to be unemployed or retired, <laughs> huh? Crazy uncle's the head coach Jeez. somewhere else. Why would he be our crazy uncle? <laughs> just, just trying to figure that work. one out. <laughs> All right, he needs a job. <laughs> All right, we need it to might be Teddy Lehman. Teddy Lehman might be our crazy uncle. <laughs> the uh, countdown hits number 13. We hear from TJ Perry Moonvez next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Dave is no longer a part of his pack. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonvez, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. Dave was finally. A- Wait a minute. Who? Who? No. You're sure. Dave? D- Aranda's still there. Who? That guy was in the house. Look, I'm not going to read the script if we don't know that this is accurate. Why would he have been in the house? Why was he even invited? It doesn't sound right. This doesn't sound right. Why would we cast him? And it's Dave. Dave. D-A-V-E. Dave, yes. Dave. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's take lunch and figure this out because something seems off here. Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law, 405-659-7221, or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. I never knew you were such an NC State hater. This has uh, been enlightening the last 24 hours. I'm just hours. saying, if we're casting a coach's show, I don't think that guy's getting invited. <laughs> Dave Doran and NC State were yesterday's team. Dave Dave got voted out of the house. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, he was a floater for sure. Nobody really <laughs> no knew he was around. Who's that guy? Who are you? <laughs> right after Gundy goes, we're getting rid of this guy? Uh, all right, good stuff. All right, let's remind folks of the team so far. Nebraska 25, K-State 24, Ole Miss was 23. That started an SEC run. Arkansas 22, Tennessee at 21. Then you had Kentucky at 20, USC 19, Texas 18, 17 Wisconsin. Teddy, by the way, really high on Wisconsin. I was listening to his show the other day. He loves teams that play defense, TJ. I'm not sure if you know that or not. About really? That. I did not know yeah. that. Oregon 16. This week, OSU 15, NC State 14. 
which brings us to today, the number 13 ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is the Baylor Bears at the midway point of the countdown. The Big 12 reigning champs, TJ. The Baylor Bears come in at number 13. Countdown is always brought to you by the Carter Jennings Law Firm. Whatever trouble you get in, Carter Jennings can help you out. Interesting team, Baylor. Um, Obviously a dream season last year. They beat OU. They beat OSU in the Big 12 championship game with the uh, stop at the goal line. They uh, have to replace... A lot of really good players on defense. Great defense that Dave Aranda had last year with uh, Jalen Petrie, Terrell Bernard, JT Woods. A ton of production and experience and leadership that they've got to replace on the defensive line. They they are on the in the defense, and they got a new quarterback this year, Blake Shapin. So let's start with him because a lot of what you think about. Baylor this year has to be shaped, pun intended, by this kid. Blake Shapin looked really, really good in the Big 12 championship game, completing his first 17 passes. He beats out Gary Bohannon in the spring to win the starting job, but in the big picture has very little experience. He's a sophomore is what we saw in the Big 12 championship game what we're going to get out of Blake Shapin, or was that a small picture and this kid is not going to be as good as a lot of people think that he's going to be? It's a big mystery, really. I I mean, he looked. it's hard to have not been very impressed by him in his late-season appearances last year. So there's a lot of excitement around him going into this year. He's got, this will help, a very good and experienced offensive line in front of him. But the playmakers are new at running back and at wide receiver. Uh, Running back, Tay McWilliams or Squirrel Williams likely going to be back there. Maybe the converted receiver, Josh Fleeks. This is the second squirrel we've had on the countdown, by the way, TJ. I think it was Tennessee that had a squirrel. Um. Craig Squirrel Williams in the hunt to be the uh, starting running back at Baylor this year. But it's an unknown who's going to carry the load for them. in the wide receiver position, a bunch of young guys, too. They've recruited pretty well. But just who the skill position guys are going to be that are going to be major contributors this year for Baylor is a big question mark. Defensively, I think they're going to be good. I mean, it's Dave Aranda. And they were great last year, but as I mentioned before, they've got to replace some major weapons. Now, the defensive line is going to be great. Siaki Apu is back. Big, giant, huge, space-eating defensive tackle. Nose tackle. They got Jackson Player from Tulsa. That was a big land in the transfer portal for them. But there are questions at linebacker. There are big questions on the back end of the defense as well. I think you've got to give Dave Aranda the benefit of the doubt that he's going to find some answers there uh, defensively, and eventually Baylor's going to be solid defensively, but you also can't ignore how much talent they lost. So big picture, should be very good on both lines. That That's a lot. Offensive line, defensive line should be very good. I think they've got a 
talented young quarterback. Haven't seen it doesn't have a ton of experience, but I think he's gonna be good. Does he have the skill position talent around him for this Baylor offense to be effective? And what are they gonna do on the back end of that defense with uh you know so much leadership that they lost? Who's gonna fill in and take over for them there? Those are the questions. This is definitely one of the best teams in the Big Twelve. The schedule, though, is brutal this year, especially the road schedule. Listen to this. Road games this year, they go to BYU in week two, future Big 12 opponent. In the Big 12, they go to Iowa State, to West Virginia, uh, to Texas Tech, to OU, and to Texas. They've got to play Texas, OU, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Iowa State, and BYU all on the road. Not a layup in the bunch. Six losable road games. They're not going to lose them all. Six tough road games. The home schedule is manageable. Non-conference, they got Albany, Texas State, OSU comes to McLean Stadium, Kansas is a win, Uh, Kansas State comes to them this year, as does TCU. So... I mean, I think they're good. you got to respect what they did last year. Uh, I think the young quarterback's probably a good player, TJ. But there are some personnel question marks about this team. And the road schedule is very difficult. Baylor, I think, is a contender for the Big 12 title, but I don't think they get there because there's just going to be too many losses away from home. Baylor at 13, too high, too low, or just right? Too low. I think they're actually a top-10 team. I think they will navigate some of this road schedule. I think potentially they could come into Norman undefeated um, that game in November. Uh, I love Dave Aranda. Last night on that Jeter documentary. Is it his electric personality? Well, that's what I was about to say. Last night on the Jeter documentary, they said that uh, Jeter played in New York and hid in plain sight. That's Dave Aranda. Like, he just goes about his business. He's just there doing his job. There's no emotion there with him. It's just, um, we saw that in the Big 12 championship last year. One of the great stops that you'll ever see in a conference title game. And there's just no emotion at all when his team uh, makes the stop and wins it. So, uh, I like him a lot. And I think they'll potentially get back to that game again this year. And at good portions of this season will be a top 10 team. I don't think they'll rise to the ranks of a top five, but I do think they'll float between eight and 10, somewhere in there. So you don't have them too far off from what I'm thinking, but I would say little too low. So you're telling me Baylor is going to BYU and winning. Mm-hmm. They're going to Iowa State and winning. I don't know if I'm telling you. I'm saying I think they can. You said they're yes. going to be undefeated. I said I think when, uh, there's a chance they could be undefeated. They're going to West Morgantown Virginia. and winning. Mm-hmm. They're going to Texas Tech and winning. I think they could. All before the OU game? Uh, ask me that question again after I see them a couple of times, but I think there's a yeah. possibility they could. Yeah, well. I mean, it's a possibility. That's a great a run if they do. I mean, that's a big time matchup then because you hope OU's taking care of business as well up to that point. Yeah, um, that's a clash of two, possibly top five teams if that's the case at that point. That would be fun. That would be fun. 
All right, uh, 7.47, coming up at the 8 o'clock hour, our buddy John Morris, play-by-play voice of the Baylor Bears, is going to join us. We'll hear more about this year's edition of the reigning Big 12 champion, the Baylor Bears. Back after this. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Trayvon Dixon, Aiden, letting people know why he loves number seven. That was great yesterday, too. The Little League pitchers and Aiden Diggs. He loves uh, the whole world. He loves God God and Jesus. Jesus, And I love my family. (laughs) I think the uh, Bible says a child shall lead them. That's right. Uh, uh, Sometimes we need kids to get us adults back in line. And uh, yesterday was a good day for that. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's a good day to save money too. If you're saving your home, the seven ninety nine listing fee, or seven ninety eight ninety. I'm looking at number seven on uh, Aiden's shirt here. Eight ninety nine. I almost cost you money there. That's hundred bucks. <laughs> the eight ninety nine listing fee. Four zero five three six one thirty three eighty. Visit Terry Online Saxon Realty Group dot com. Air Comfort Solutions uh, text line. Uh, I bet TJ's daydreaming about putting turkey bacon in the air fryer again. Mm-hmm. Um, that was on the griddle. We did not put it in the air fryer. Air fryer, I found out, is not great for bacon. I've tried it, and it just... Real bacon and turkey bacon. I've tried both, and then neither one huh. worked out great for me, so... Sorry to hear that. Uh, Brent should have followed his motto on what is right versus wrong. Kel could have uh, been disciplined, but still employed. One mistake in words should not override years of being exemplary, uh, exemplary role model to hundreds of young men. The loss of Coach Gundy will also be a big loss to future recruits. Bad move by OU football. That's from JR in Tulsa. Okay. It's Wednesday, people. Aren't we beyond this now? <laughs> Thank you, JR. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't. Uh, I'm, uh, go ahead. Read the next one. Uh, TJ, don't let Toby make you feel weird. I have never had a Chaco Taco or, wa- or watch Hard Knocks. We support winners. I don't know about that. I'm a Cowboys fan, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not much winning we've done in the last couple of decades. Uh, wow, TJ. We don't watch games either because we see the highlights on Twitter. You sound like my kids now. <laughs> Gen Z is TJ's fault. Yeah, that's right. It is TJ's fault. <laughs> this is a weird stance you've taken here. Come on. Uh, please tell that texter earlier, Mule Shoe don't coach here anymore. All right. Hey, uh, Texter, Muleshoe don't coach here anymore. By the way, we are idiots. We're sitting there trying to think of Crazy Uncle, and I said there's someone obvious we're not thinking of, and then I've looked, and there's a hundred Billy Sims texts here on the text line. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I forgot right. about him. Yes, he's definitely Crazy Billy Uncle, Crazy Uncle Billy. So uh, someone says Pat Jones here. Like, he's not a huge Crazy Uncle. <laughs> All right. Uh, he is the king and the godfather. <laughs> two roles. Uh, the Texas State fighting armadillos from necessary roughness also had open tryouts for their football team. That's exactly okay. right, Gunny. Uh, Mangino as our crazy uncle, someone's saying. I think Billy. I think Billy Sims is the answer. Boomer! Um... Let's see here. Uh, Mike Steely is crazy uncle. Come on. That's <laughs> what this texture says. I forgot about uncle. Yeah. Uh, vote him back vote here for Jim this. Ross. 
Uh, many votes. Many votes, though, for uh, Billy Sims. Can Kel now be our crazy uncle? Is that too soon? <laughs> I think maybe. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe. I'll get through. All right. Billy Sims has been answered, people, okay? Holy cow. That's the right I mean, answer. Billy Good Sims. Answer, uh, yes. Good answer, yeah. Uh, Baylor at Texas is a layup. Trash team, trash culture. Easy win for Baylor. Okay. Not sure if Teddy sent that in. Uh, clearly, Dave Aranda is not a lefty. It's from Southpaw. Yeah, Sooner. holy cow! I didn't know you loved Dave. I love Dave so Aranda. I didn't. Do you like stoic coaches? Is that a? Uh, is that something that is appealing? Not necessarily. To you? I just, I think he uh, is a tremendous coach, and there's something. I find you him find highly him entertaining. Attractive? There's a lot of no, times your athletes no. and coaches you root for the ones you find attractive. No. So are you attracted to Dave Aranda? No, nothing like that. I just think he's a great coach, and he's done a tremendous job, and I think he's uh, an NFL coach soon and possibly just up the road. Um, Let's see here. Could Adrian I'm Peterson be our crazy about uncle? Dave Aranda now? You oh, brought him God. up. You started asking me the questions. I was trying to move oh, on. God. I didn't know you were attracted to boring people so much. <laughs> Worst open of a top 25 countdown in the history of top 25 countdown. <laughs> Meld it in this year, TJ. Hey, you know what? Suck it, you loser. <laughs> Go find another show, you idiot, you this moron. TJ's fault. Don't, don't criticize TJ's opens. All right, he takes those very personally. I think it's great, TJ. Shake no, it it's off, terrible. Okay? It's terrible. Shake, I've been trying to come up off. with open ideas for 18, 19 years. Whatever it is, people. <laughs> Shut up! You write one. You Text write TJ one and send let it him to know me. Let how much you're enjoying his opens uh, this year, please. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.